Crypto Watch is presented by theconstantinvestor.com. I'm Alan Kohler, and every day my writing and podcasts put the financial world into context with a focus on the issues that matter. Join us today. It's only a dollar for the first month. And now it's time for this week's Crypto Watch. This week's interview is with Jason Lee, who's the Global Director of Partnerships and Strategic Alliance for the NEM Foundation. And NEM, in case you hadn't heard of it, is a cryptocurrency. Well, it's more than that, in fact. It's a, as I put to Jason, and he agreed, a rentable blockchain. They've got a, basically, they've got a blockchain that they've created from scratch, uh, and they rent it out to people. Well, kind of give it, really. I mean, they don't charge much for it, um, because they're a not-for-profit. Like a lot of people working in this area of cryptocurrencies, they're all passionate ideologues. They're trying to change the world. Uh, they think that maybe one day they'll get rich. Um, but uh, what they're trying to do is, as they say, change the world. And it's very interesting to hear Jason talk about that. Um, uh, NEM has a cryptocurrency called ZEM, X-E-M, um, which is now capitalised on the market at $8 billion, having had a huge rise lately, along with all other cryptocurrencies. But it's in there. The Zems and the NEM is in there battling it out uh, against Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash and Ethereum and all the others. So here's Jason Lee, the Global Director of Partnerships and Strategic Alliances for the NEM Foundation. Jason, I'm having a bit of trouble working out whether NEM is um, uh, a rentable blockchain or uh, a, a, a new version of Ethereum. Could you explain uh, what it is, what the NEM is? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, so just to, to take a step back and just talk about um, uh, NEM itself. NEM is, is a, a blockchain technology, and um, it was started off in March 2015. And that means that we've learned from um, the Bitcoin blockchain, we've learned from the previous blockchain platforms, and have developed a blockchain from scratch itself. And uh, we like to call it a plug-and-play enterprise solution because it is battle tested and enterprise ready for use. Now I represent the NEM.io Foundation, which is a um, the non-profit organization, and its sole purpose is to introduce, educate, and promote the use of the NEM blockchain technology platform on an international scale to all industries and institutions. But is NEM a business? Um, no, NEM is not a business. NEM is a, a blockchain technology platform. You would call it a solution or a product. And I represent the foundation, which is a non-profit to actually help to um, share about this uh, product and solution to the world. But the, your, uh, your own cryptocurrency, were yes. XEM, uh, yes. now, now has a market capitalization of $8 billion US, so yes. um, it's gone up a lot. Uh, a lot since the last time we spoke, Alan, yeah. So someone's making money. Some, so, so, yeah, that's right. So... So the good thing about NEM um, is that when we um, started the NEM blockchain platform, um, the early on um, core developers and founders decided to create a cryptocurrency uh, behind that blockchain technology platform as well. And that, that, that cryptocurrency is called the ZEM. And that's why uh, people can freely buy and trade ZEM. Um, and, and that could sort of um, show a linkage between the success of the NAM blockchain technology platform and ZEM as a cryptocurrency as well. So but what is ZEM? What do you get if you buy a ZEM coin? Yep. What, am yes. I bu- what am I buying? 
So uh, what you're buying, buying a Zen is as good as buying uh, one of the thousands of cryptocurrencies out there. So uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple are all examples of um, cryptocurrencies and and you're basically buying uh, a form of value. And uh, today, to, for today's um, market cap itself, you're, you're basically then buying uh, the ZAMS value at $1.22 uh, Aussie dollars or at 91 US dollars for one ZAM. But how, but how do we assess the value, whether it's worth... One dollar twenty-two. Um, I mean, what 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 is it? What what do you get? I mean, I, yeah. I understand with Bitcoin and Ethereum and Ripple and so on, yeah. they're they're means of uh, transfer of money. Uh, That's right. People, people are using them for that. I mean, obviously they're using it for a store of value, but the, but the main thing appears to be the utility. Appears to be the transfer of money. Is that what Zem is, or is Zem connected to the Nem, the Nem blockchain, and uh, enables access to the Nem blockchain in some way? Yes, so, so Alan, it's both. It is a utility and a transfer of value. So the ZEM can be used for payments, just as how you could make payments with um, the Bitcoin. And it is also used as a form of a transaction on the NAM blockchain. So, so, so uh, it has a dual function itself. Okay, so so the NEM blockchain, is that um, uh, in a sense a rentable blockchain for companies who want to put some of their uh, processes on a blockchain? Uh, yes. They can get simple access to the NEM blockchain to do so. Is that right? Yes, that's right. I guess for lack of a better word, a rentable blockchain could be something you would say. So essentially, um, 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 blockchain firms or industries could then say that I want to adopt the blockchain solution and can I use the NEM blockchain, please? And then what we do, or my role specifically, is to form partnerships with these sort of organizations to say, yes, you can use the NEM blockchain. And in fact, we even have a, a funding for you where we can actually um, cover the cost of you um, um, using the NEM blockchain. Right. So is that your job um, as Global Director of Partnerships? Is that what you're doing, is, is uh, developing those kind of arrangements? Yes, that's right. Developing those kind of uh, relationships with people. And, and what we do is, is there's this thing called a stickiness factor. So the more... Um, industries and enterprises and academia use and understand the NAM blockchain, um, the, the stronger it grows, it becomes a network effect. And, and that's what I'm looking to do um, globally and with Australia and New Zealand as well. So how many businesses have you signed up already? Um, so so I, I came on board this year, uh, but since NAM started, uh, there have been more than um, 400 projects that have been onboarded. And a number of them have uh, came out and have had press releases. So I'm working right now to have uh, more real-world use cases for 2018. So do you do you charge these businesses to use the NEM blockchain? Oh, yeah. The fantastic thing about the NEM blockchain is that we don't charge them um, um, to, to learn and use the NEM blockchain. Um, and in fact, we can even provide uh, funding for them. Um, there will be, of course, uh, a minimum fee for transacting on the NEM blockchain, uh, which is um, what um, in the, the the blockchain terms a mining fee, but for us we call it a harvesting fee. So, so you do charge them? Um, yeah, for for transacting on the blockchain to use the blockchain, um, they don't need to pay. But when they transact on the blockchain, then then they would use that as a transaction fee. So, so where does your salary come from? Okay, so essentially, when when NEM was launched. Um, 9 billion minus 1 ZEMs were created. So it's 8.99999 billion ZEMs. And, 
And essentially, these were distributed to almost 1,500 people. And some of these gems were set aside for um, rewarding future development to run this non-profit and also to develop a community fund for people to work on the NAND blockchain, amongst a number of things. So basically, there, there are some gems um, that is being held by the council. So the council was created um, to oversee the future development of um, the NAND blockchain platform. So, so my you, salary comes from that that um, zems that were allocated. So you, you you get paid in zems, do you? Yes, I I do get paid in zems. I actually, in fact, have a cryptocurrency tax accountant as well. It's the, the the industry is developing the whole ecosystem. It's very interesting, Alan. So so, uh, okay, that's very interesting. So you get paid in zems. Mm. You have a you have a cryptocurrency tax accountant. That's uh, right. Uh, they're, they're all based out of the blockchain center in Melbourne. Everything's happening here. It's very exciting. But presumably, to go and buy your groceries, you have to convert these M's into uh, dollars. Yes, that's right. Um, so, and, and of course, now, nowadays, <laughs> now, nowadays, the conversion is pretty good for you. <laughs> yes, you would say so. Yeah. Uh, but but maybe what happens maybe at some point the the price of the Zems and other cryptocurrencies collapses. So what happens then? Yeah, yeah. That, that's right. That's why when people ask me about buying Zems, um, I usually say only invest in money that you can afford to lose and to really understand the technology behind it as well. So in order for me to to understand what I'm going to, I make sure that um, I keep the Zems that I'm willing to afford to lose. And to then, um, if I need to, go to a cryptocurrency exchange and exchange them for Bitcoins and then for Bitcoins to then take them out into um, fiat or in Aussie dollars and so on. Well, a lot of people have been complaining lately that Bitcoins are slow and very expensive to transfer. So yeah. what's the situation with NEMS? Is it is are NEMS faster and cheaper? Oh, yes, indeed. That, that is the golden question. And one of the reasons um, NEM is the top 10 by market cap right now is, is, is one of its features, uh, which is um, called Catapult. And with Catapult, it is basically a technology update on NEM, and it allows um, up to 4,000 transactions per second. Um, now, comparison in comparison with Ethereum and the Bitcoin blockchain, that's less than 10 transactions per second. And an average um, credit card processing service take about 2,000 transactions per second. So NEM could do um, a lot more. And, and a lot cheaper as well. Right. So, um, so you're kind of promoting um, NEM as being a sort of the, the better version of Bitcoin and Ethereum because it's faster and cheaper. Uh, that's one of the reasons. The, the, a number of other reasons as well. Uh, one other key um, striking reason is that um, any um, developer with a basic computing language can develop on the NEM blockchain. So a computing language like um, Java, JavaScript, C-sharp um, developers could learn about the NAND blockchain and build on it. Um, if you were to build, for example, on Ethereum, you actually have to learn a new language altogether called Solidity, and it'll take some time to learn and to build on Ethereum. And that's why we, we say NAND as, as a plug-and-play solution. It, it's very easy to learn and to use and to build on the NAND blockchain. So is it fair to say that what we're seeing now is a land grab where, where a whole lot of foundations, a whole lot of groups are trying to establish some kind of position or supremacy in the market for uh, cryptocurrency trans, you know, as a transfer and also blockchain, um, and that NEM is one of those trying to do that. And you're, obviously you've got some advantages ag against the uh, incumbents. Yeah, 
So there's a sort of a, a rolling disruption going on in a way. Mm, you would say so. I would like to say it as, as an enlarging the pie altogether. Everyone has an opportunity to um, enlarge the pie and, and help with this whole new technology that has came into this world and, and would really provide the efficiency, save more money, um, um, save more money, save more time, promote the efficiency within the ecosystem altogether. I note that um, uh, the NEM has a system of bounties. Explain that, and, and is that important? Oh, yes, that's right. Um, so, so essentially, a bounty is a form of a reward uh, for um, achieving a certain um, um, task that has uh, been offered by um, NEM.io Foundation, the organization. And essentially, that reward um, incentivizes um, the users or the participants to to help uh, further the goals of the foundation. Now, um, a very popular bounty right now is um, a to organize a, a NEM awareness event or NEM 101 or the introduction to NEM, where different um, cities across the world uh, would have a NEM community leader who would then um, run an, a NEM introduction, and then we give them a bounty for organizing that. Right, I see, and, so, and uh, but I note that the the bounties are in dollars, not not in zems. Yeah, that's right. So they are in uh, U.S. dollars equivalent of zems. So then, what they do is then they they actually have a NEM wallet or a NEM address, and then we then <clears throat> transfer the zems to them as a reward for achieving their bounty, and and that actually has worked because um currently right now on our meetup page we are present in thirty one countries with almost sixty groups and almost five thousand members. Um, on the NEM events, and that is actually mainly built on on the bounty um, system that we have. And this bounty thing is is um, a common thing among uh, blockchain platforms as well. But so it's a marketing plan, really. Uh, it, it is. It is part marketing. It, it, a bounty could be in a form of um, other areas as well. For example, um, developing uh, more technologies, and but mostly um, marketing with a marketing angle to it. I thought the bounties were pretty small, like 200 bucks. I didn't think that would be enough, but apparently it's that's working. It is working. It is working. I, I think um, um, just people are passionate community members and they don't mind even with a bounty like that. In fact, it, it, imagine someone who would have organized a, a, a NEM meetup event maybe, say, six months ago would have received a bounty when the ZEMs were maybe US 20 cents. And now it's US 90 cents. So effectively, the bounty has actually four, four times its value. And that, that, that's actually uh, the, the wonder of cryptocurrency, just as how we've seen the rise of Bitcoin, same way um, the depth as well have increased. Um, but don't you think at some point the price of cryptocurrencies and Zems in particular will fall? Mm, so like, like all cryptocurrencies, it, it, it's a roller coaster, right, um, Alan? But <clears throat> I, I've heard a, a very interesting um, theory in a TED talk about um, the network effect. So, so does Bitcoin actually have a fundamental value behind it? And, and one of the theories is that um, it is through the network effect, meaning that the more people who use um, the, the blockchain platform and the cryptocurrency uh, as part of it, the, the larger it grows. And what we're seeing is the types of news that are coming out into um, the space with regards to Bitcoin has, has been ever growing. And likewise for NEM as well, as we start to introduce uh, real world use cases, um, we would like, we would 
start to see um, that growing as well from the cryptocurrency angle. But do, do you think that eventually there'll be room for so many cryptocurrencies? I, well, I mean, I, I know, I, I'm aware that a lot of the cryptocurrencies are, um, are sort of uh, crowdfunding or you know, some sort of equity raising for a business. But there are a bunch yes. of uh, there are a bunch of them, such as Zems, yours, and Ethereum, and uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and so on, that are really uh, going for a kind of a grab of being a currency, of being a means of uh, store of value and a transfer of money. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, when you when you guys at NEM think about the future, do you think that there's yeah. going to be room for so many of those, or will there be have no. to be at some point there'll have to be a a shakeup or a consolidation? There, there will be a shake-up, a consolidation, um, for sure, Alan. I think, I think this is, is the, the natural laws of economics as well. This is how we've seen um, multiples of banks across Australia and now to a consolidation here. And we've seen you know, multiples of businesses across the world, and then soon they became a consolidation, um, like how we've seen um, the Apples, Amazons, Facebooks, Microsofts. Uh, take Facebook, for example. They used to be... A large number of social networking sites and then Facebook took dominance. Um, so I guess in the same way in the cryptocurrency space, likely um, there will be a number that would take dominance. And obviously, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that NAM as well would, would take that dominance. And everyone would have um, a certain focus area. So just as how we've seen, um, you know, um, Ripple putting themselves in the financial services, we've seen uh, Monero putting themselves into the privacy aspect of things. Uh, NAM as well has has that area, and actually the interesting thing is NAM's area is, is everything. We have a whole suite of uh, solutions available, uh, and and people also see the benefit in having a focus area in everything. Do, do you think do people in this area at the NEM? I mean, it's interesting that NEM the NEM Foundation is a non profit, as you say, um, mm-hmm. and there are most of the cryptocurrencies or a lot of the cryptocurrencies are similar. You know, similar. They're kind of not for profits. They're foundations. they yeah, yeah. So it seems that the people involved in it, and including you, aren't in this aren't in this to get rich. It's really mm-hmm. it's really a pursuit. Of a, of an ideological passion in a way, which is that yes. right? I mean, yes. have I, is yes. that right? Um, yes, I, I I would say so. I think in in this personally speaking, um, Alan, in my life personally, yeah, my focus goal is is really to grow the blockchain technology platform as well. Um, all the riches and wealth um, can come at the later stage in life. Um, so I guess everyone has seasons, and it depends on which seasons you fit in into being part of a foundation like this, and 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 or maybe having a different season in life altogether. So, but you think, but you do think that if if you get it right, if Nem is one of the winners down the track, uh, then you got then you guys at the Nem will get rich. Um, I, I guess that would be a, a sweet um, after effect of of the rise of cryptocurrency as well. Right. But uh, <laughs> no, but it's just it's just an interesting because you know mostly when you see this kind of thing go on, uh, for, you know, for example, uh, in the nineteen nineties when there was a big sort of bubble in uh, internet stocks and so on, every, uh, all, all the people involved were trying to get rich. I mean, it was all about money. But this time around, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I guess it, it's really the wonder of cryptocurrency and how it. It's, it's fluctuating, uh, but yet it also has um, a certain value to it. It could be a perceived 
value or could be a realized value, but we always there's always to say perception is stronger than reality. You, you guys, so, you seem to, you certainly seem to be measuring your success according to you know by the market cap of Zems, which is eight billion dollars. No, I, no, no, no. Actually, um, a lot of people feel that it's really the cryptocurrency behind it, but um, <clears throat> personally, and and also the ethos of the foundation is is the technology behind it that that we want to really promote. So, so if 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 you ask me twelve months from now, like Jason, uh, what would you be happy with? Um, in terms of your work with Nem.io Foundation, um, I wouldn't necessarily say the rise of the Zen cryptocurrency. I would like to say that it is because of the blockchain technology use cases in Australia and the world um, is what I'd be proud of. I'd like to see like areas of agriculture, tourism, education, financial services all impacted by blockchain technology and for the, for the good of humanity. Yeah, so yeah, go on. It's a different feeling. Yeah, it's a different feeling. I guess I guess it's something. It's something bigger than me. It's something bigger than us. And that that's what keeps me up every day. That I want to work on, on a technology that that truly changes the way people would interact. I mean, um, the, the there was a there was a quote I heard that that the advent of blockchain technology uh, is almost as powerful as the introduction of electricity to the world. And I've heard as well that what the internet would do to communications is what blockchain would do to transactions in this world. So we're seeing a big change. And, and like how in, now people use much more data than sending SMS and making phone calls because that's a form of communication. Blockchain would do to, to transactions. And any form of transaction in this world, be it uh, from a payment to a, a transfer of a land title to a transfer on the grain supply chain, all could be utilised through the blockchain technology. Well, it's really interesting talking to you, Jason. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. It was a wonderful interview. And that was Jason Lee, the Global Director of Partnerships and Strategic Alliances for the NEM Foundation.